私の名前は遠藤潤ですワンテンフットボールを見てます Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Angels Wear Boots. It was yet another week off for Angel City, but we are here to give you your ACFC fix. Let's start by introducing the rest of the panel. To my left, we have Amanda Philemon. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be in this chair and seeing you in that chair today. It's a whole thing. Don't get us started on it. And to her left is the other half of Angel City Chicks. We have Nina Kiefer. Hey, everybody. Happy to be here again in this chair. <laughs> And last but certainly not least, Miss Lauren Sesselman. Says Hello, money. everybody. <laughs> All right. Make sure you're active in that chat. Send us your questions, your comments. Agree and disagree with us all chat all show long. We can't wait to talk with you guys. <laughs> and make sure you like, subscribe, and ring that bell. The energy is high today. <laughs> Soccer USA says I'm back. I am, and they brought a lot of energy, and it's getting me going for this show. <laughs> Well, like I said at the top of the show, Angel City was off again this week, so that means we have a special kind of hashtag trending, and we are lucky enough to be joined by co-founder and president of Angel City Football Club, Julie Ehrman. Julie, thank you so much for carving out some time in your busy schedule for us today. No, my pleasure. I love your show. Thank you. Well, we are very glad to have you, and I'm going to go first. So I want to know, what did it feel like after all the work and everything that went into building ACFC, what did it feel like when the team finally took the pitch at Bank of California Stadium? Oh, I mean, I'm sure Amanda and Nina can speak to it. I'm pretty sure they saw me. I mean, between <laughs> the tears rolling down my face and uh, the quivering voice, uh, it was incredible. I mean, you, you, you set out to achieve a goal, you know, two years in advance of achieving it, where so much of it is beyond your control, right? And it's 22,000 fans. And I just remember coming to the bank for games leading up to it with LAFC games and other events there and just being so daunted by how big it was and just thinking that there was no way we were going to fill this. And then as we kept getting closer and closer, my mind started to change. I'm like, maybe we can. You know, you'd see the fans come up to our events. You'd see the fans show up for um, Angel City Day on July 1st that we had at the bank. And like, you just sort of felt the movement happening um, and to have it all come together on that first day, um, our first game, have the players show up, win two, one, you know, you can't write it. And if you did, nobody would believe you. Um, so it was incredible. It still feels like a dream. It was, uh, it was magical. Uh, I know I said a lot, but I feel fairly speechless about the event. <laughs> Same. But what's so cool is like, we did it again, which was really neat. Like recently we did it again. We, we sold out again against our home rivals, you know, San Diego wave FC and, uh, it was sort of a different kind of feeling, right? Because we sort of knew we could achieve it. And we put the goal out there. You know, we talked up the rivalry. San Diego has been incredible on the pitch, just so talented. Everybody in the organization has been incredible to work with and to watch and to learn from. And to see our fans like show up again and to say, this is our house, right? No one's coming in and beating us in our house. And to win that game uh, was just as sort of rewarding and emotional as that home opener. Absolutely. So you talked a little bit about the movement and everything coming into the matches. Was there anything that surprised you either on or off the field? Um, the diversity of our fan base absolutely is surprising. We set out to build 
fan base that was reflective of Angel City, um, that was um, approachable to everyone and you know financially affordable to everyone. When we even did prices for when we set out our to do our ticket pricing, it was about to make sure that there's a price point for everyone. It wasn't about only creating a family experience or only creating experience for gold dads or only creating experience for for soccer fans, but it was really an experience for everyone. So. As Natalie would say, like, what does that Sex in the City pregame experience look like? <laughs> how, do we, how do we recreate the Jack Nicholson moment of the 1980s at the Lakers, right? And so I was so impressed with how this team came together, like through the fan fest and through our run of show pregame to really create something that anybody could really appreciate. And then to see it in the fan base, which was so diverse from an ethnicity standpoint, from a sexuality standpoint, from an age standpoint, um, from a understanding of soccer standpoint like i met people who said this is their first soccer match ever you know being taken with people that you know go to every game they can imagine and fly to paris for the 2019 world cup so to see the diversity and to see that it continues game in game and i'm consistently meeting new people where it's their first game where they heard that they have to come um that's i'm i'm absolutely most uh, proud of. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Julie, you mentioned the family experience. I know you've brought your family to a lot of games and your sister actually works for the team too. What has that experience been like for your kids coming to the matches and for you being able to have them come to work with you essentially? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, you know, you always want your kids to be proud of what you do. Um, but the first step in that is truly understanding what you do because they just see work as time away from them um, or they see you taking homework with you. And so you know, my daughter Elle's um, almost 14 next week, my son is 11 and they get it. And like, and I hear them tell their friends that my mom owns, you know, Angel City. Um, <laughs> it's it's incredibly rewarding because they can see that like women can do this, right? Mm -hmm. Like to them, it's going to be normal to see a sold out stadium for women athletes. It's going to be normal to see men wear a kit for a women's professional team, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be normal um, for them to to see this sort of celebration for these incredible athletes, you know, I'm trying to get them to think that it's not normal to be in the owner's box at every game that they go to. <laughs> um, but it's been, yeah, I mean, you know, Amanda and you and Ian have seen it, like it's been incredible. And um, I'm just not only glad that I could bring my kids, but you know, others are bringing their kids and it's just, it's changing the way they're going to view the future. Um, and what we took as acceptable, they're going to demand that it's not and force change and just sort of pick up, um, pick up the baton from where we left it. Yeah, you guys have done a lot of amazing things and are a part of a lot of pretty incredible things. One of those programs that you guys established back in October 2021 was the Player 22 Future Program. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? And um, I think there's some events coming up maybe highlighting around that uh, that we're going to see very soon. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that program and, and why it exists. No, absolutely. So we always talked about Angel City's purpose, which is setting higher expectations on and off the pitch for our players, for our community, for our team, for the world, um, and for women's soccer, for, you know, for women leaders. And when we thought about what that means for players, we realized that um, players aren't just the current Angel City players. There's the future players that we want to have a positive impact on, whether it's through equipment or access. Um, but it's also former players who maybe want to stay in the sport or get back into the sport, but haven't realized that there's a role for them or don't understand there's a role for them, don't know how to, can't afford to. Maybe they want to become a coach, but can't afford the licensing. You know, uh, maybe they want to become a broadcaster, but don't understand, you know, how to go about and do that. And so 
we realized that setting higher expectations meant also supporting former players. Um, and working with Angela Hookley's Magana on our team, we created the, the, you know, the Player 22 Fund, which is a fund for any former player to um, apply for a grant to better their education and their experience as it relates to staying in the sport of soccer. So they could become a coach or a ref or a president or, you know, go back and get their law degree or, you know, anything that they feel they need um, to be able to get back into the sport. And uh, we're excited to announce that we hit our threshold to launch it. Um, we so are launching this fund with, thank you, with the California Community Fund, which is the largest, the oldest community fund here in LA. Um, our goal was $100,000 to kick it off. We announced it last October, as you said, Amanda, and uh, took us less than a year to fund it through um, donations from incredible partners of ours, through our fans and our supporters who buying the Prayer 22 merch. And the idea is that now that it's funded, we're just going to continue to fund it and continue to grow it and continue to provide access for former players to get back into the sport. Um, this uh, Saturday, July 30th, against Seattle Rain here um, at the bank, our home match, we are doing a uh, big tribute to the Player 22 Fund and our former players and have some really fun um events that are coming so we i'm not going to spoil them so nice try <laughs> um you have to come to the to the match but uh in true angel city fashion i don't think you'll be disappointed i have to say as a former player it's absolutely incredible that you did this because um the transition was extremely hard um to what was next in life so you guys implementing this and having this is something truly special um so and i know you touched on this a little bit but my question for you is what are some of your goals for the club on and off the field for the rest of the season oh okay so um well on the field our goal has always been to uh make Win. the playoffs yeah <laughs> um and we're it's like, this is an unbelievable league. I mean, you talk about the, you know, the quality of these teams. It's like, it literally is any given Sunday. Like you just, I can't like ever wrap my head around what the scoreline is at the end of, of these weekends and which games teams won and which ones didn't. So it's going to come down to the last weekend. Our team is fighting hard. You know, it's a goal that, you know, was, you know, a dream. And now we actually think it's within our grasp. Um, so anything and everything we need to do support our team. Um, so they feel healthy and ready to, uh, to take us to the playoffs would be uh, incredible. And then off the pitch, we're starting to build out our curriculum um, and our training for the players that will happen you know, at their convenience, but it includes media training, PR training, financial literacy, um, product development, really leveraging the network of the Angel City owners, as well as just the friends and family of Angel City who wanna come in and lend their expertise and advice to our players and then opportunities for them off season or after, after practice where they can continue to develop their skills for the time of which they're not kicking a ball um, anymore. Wow. That's really great. And I just, everyone touched on it, but I just want to echo how incredible it is, the work that you're all doing to not only grow the women's game, but also to help develop players even after their playing career is over. It's part of what I do a lot of my work in as well. So I just think it's really cool that that's such a core value to Angel City. Um, so congratulations on all your work. And we just have one last question for you, Julie, before we uh, move on from the chat. Um, we have Benja that wants to know, do you have any pregame match rituals that guarantee a win? <laughs> you know, Other than I, a great, I, great leather outfit. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. I'm working really hard on this. Like every, I'm, I, we, I don't know if we've gotten two in a row yet. So <clears throat> maybe not. I will tell you that I can't eat. I am more nervous than Coach Freya at every game. Like I, I do not eat until I get to the bank. And then I have a tradition of these incredible tacos that, um, our supporters make, which has become a ritual 
Um, and we've had two home wins when we've done that. So the tacos is a big part of the ritual. Um, but uh, I'm working on it. God, I wish I could figure out what that is and I would duplicate it. But um, yeah, the chat says tacos. So they agree with you. Right? It's amazing. It's incredible. Amanda, okay. Nina, you guys have had them, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. I've had our share. And Ben oh, yeah. grills up. Ben grills up some incredible tacos and it's the one thing I look forward to. He does. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll keep that going anyways. It, it, there's probably some good luck somewhere in there, I think. Yes. Definitely. definitely. You don't have to convince us to eat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Julie. It was really great to have you. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. Thank See you guys you. Saturday. See you Saturday. See you Saturday. All right. Well, we had someone in the chat actually ask this question for Julie, but I think it perfectly tees up our next segment with the first half of the season in our rear view mirror let's start looking forward to the rest of the season so I want to know something that each of you are looking forward to for the rest of our inaugural campaign so Nina you're up first yeah I mean I'm looking forward to the playoff push I think <laughs> thickety wicket said it we are <laughs> 17 points we are middle of the table we are one seat out of that playoff contention but we know that playoff performance can be a little different than regular season. So I'm really interested to see how those first time playoff jitters hit everybody and how we actually end up doing and you know what that final push is gonna look like. <coughs> it's pretty exciting. We got some good <laughs> matchups coming, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's interesting as I was looking at this, I also noticed that NWSL, it's a head-to-head -head tiebreaker. So even though we have the same amount of points as OL Reign, they are ahead of us because they beat us. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that makes this weekend's game even more important and even more competitive in my mind. Oh, I love it. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game on uh, on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, I mean, this is plays right into your playoff push right now. I mean, I think this would be the perfect way to set off the second half of the season with a win that propels us above the playoff line. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Lauren, what about you? What are you looking forward to? So for me, mine is just continuing on to the second half of the season and just continuing to gel as a team. You know, we still have we have these newer players that came in. We have a few more that are going to be coming in. Um, and so it's just continuing to gel, continuing to to see what kind of team chemistry comes out on, you know, which lineup works. Um, you know, we have people that were sick, had COVID, we had some injuries, we had people away for international break. So it's just continuing to see them. I mean, it's still, it's the first year, you know, so, and there's been a lot of changes. Um, so it's just, and we have Lucy that's going to be on a red card. Um, so we won't have her this weekend, but it's just continuing to see, you know, the parts kind of fit together and make that, that, that puzzle, you know, and to make everything work. So. Um, you know, I have a lot of faith in this team and as you know, as going off of your point, I in my first year in the WPS, it was called the WPS before the NWSL, we had, you know, not the best start to the season, but we came out and we won the whole thing at the end. So there's Ooh. there is a lot of soccer <laughs> left to be left to be played this go. season. So I have every ounce of faith in this team and you know, they just have such good team chemistry off the field that it's it's starting to translate onto the field and I love what I'm seeing out there. There's such a hard competitive working team so which do you think comes first the chemistry off the pitch or the chemistry on the pitch definitely the chemistry off the pitch first mm -hmm. um, if you don't get along it kind of it just it comes onto the field and practice when you're training hard mm -hmm. but um, you know I mingle with a lot of those players and they they all really really care about each other and they work very very hard and that's evident when you see them in game situations they are just cheering each other on and and everything that they do on and off the pitch so I think that's it's vital 
for, they, yeah. you, you can really see that they do have that off-field chemistry, yeah, yeah. especially when you see like their social media and stuff and all the fun <laughs> that they're having and all the events they attend together. It just, they do, they look like they're just the best of friends. Yeah. And you're right, I, I feel like, you know, you wanna play well for your friends too at the end of the day. And exactly. mm -hmm. I love that for them. I think it's gonna be a great second half of the season. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, and we've been talking about these puzzle pieces for months mm -hmm. now, so it'll be great to actually like see it in action moving forward. Um, Amanda, what about you? So for me, what I'm looking forward to is just scoring more goals. I think that is something that we were really, really hungry for this first part of this season. And I think with the addition of LaRue and Imsley and getting Simone Charlie back and just the way that, like you said, with the players gelling and coming together, I think that we're going to finally see that all come to fruition, that hard work and that, uh, that, that team aspect that they've been trying so hard to get all season. And, you know, I looked at the – if you look at the – standings right now we're in the middle of the pack but we are still we're in 11th place when it comes to goals scored mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we've only scored 10 goals this season and that is right above Gotham Isn't with that the seven. same amount that Alex Morgan scored personally <laughs> scored like 12 at this point yeah Goodness. I mean exactly so we really our defense has really held us in a lot of these games but I really want to see our offense come in and just propel us into like you said the playoffs and mm -hmm. that's going to come from gelling mm -hmm. and I think all these topics really do kind of come together and I think that that is what's going to produce some pretty amazing things out on the pitch when it comes to the second half of this season. Yeah, Daniel T agrees. He says he's looking forward to Sid LaRue scoring bangers. I agree. <laughs> I agree completely. I'm ready to see some of those just start hitting the back of the net. And I think, you know, you always say you don't want to like peak too early. Yeah. And like if we are just winding up as we're going into the playoffs, if we're gelling, mm -hmm. if we're scoring, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, a, we're like a cat that's kind of crouched down. <laughs> like, we see the prey. We're like wiggling a little bit, and we're ready to pounce. So, but in the air, you're like, we're ready. Let's go. <laughs> so, real quick before we move on, speaking of cats, but um, this weekend, who do you think uh, scores for Angel City? You want to see some goals? Who's it going to be? Ooh, who do I? Who do I think is going to score? Um, I think Sydney Larue. I think she's going to get a goal. Yeah. I think it's her time. I think she's ready. Yeah, definitely. Sid, I, I think McCaskill, okay. if she can. Okay. She's back and good and healthy and everything. And I think she's going to show everybody why she currently leads us in goals scored. I'm just saying. <laughs> Lauren, any predictions? Oh. Ooh. I got to get back here. I love, like, she's just there. scoring goals left and right. I, I love watching her play. I think she, we're going to get another a little head. Like on the corner, defenders got to go with defenders. <laughs> no, but also, I, I, I am looking forward to seeing Sid get hers and, uh, you know, Emsley's. She's a great player oh, yeah. as well. So um, I think we're going to get a few goals this weekend. I'm, I'm thinking like three. I oh, think yeah. so too. And I think each one's going to be someone different. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna, well, we Maybe we'll out. see our first corner kick goal with a header from Gilles. From Gilles. You that know, would be a first. You know who's not going to score? Tyler Lucy. Oh, yeah. she's on a red card. For those of you that maybe had forgotten, she's going to be on a red card. So this is going to be a very, very interesting matchup. And we have Rapino out there. And I think yeah. having uh, Gilles back, it's it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, just so you guys know, if you the, forgot. Yeah. The Rain have a strong side, so it's gonna, yes. definitely going to be an entertaining game. Lots to look forward to. Well, Amanda actually teed up our next segment perfectly, <laughs> but rivalries are a big part of sports. We love to see two sides with a tension-filled history go at it. In this week's class of 22, we asked the Angel City players to pick a side in one of the greatest rivalries of all time, cats or dogs. Take a look.
period. Dogs. 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 I like both though. Dogs. Dogs. Both. Dogs. 100%. Dogs. Dogs. Cats! I literally am like 50-50. I know. I can't even pick this or that. I love both. Well, I'm biased. I obviously have a soccer-loving dog. She has kittens. We had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. whoever is the cutest and sweetest we'll go with. All animals. I was All say, animals. It's, yeah, it's really hard for me to decide. I I love, love dogs. Okay, but my lifestyle only really accommodates cats. We're so okay. busy. We're mm. gone all the time. Work so the hospital. if we could have a dog, I definitely think we would. But the cat right now, well, cats, multiple. We have, <laughs> we have three. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I love all animals, I, to be honest. So, I, But cats right now for me. I choose whoever wants to cuddle with me. <laughs> Cats or dogs or? Yeah. Or, or anyone. <laughs> okay. Sliding down that chat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, well, I think that is our team to move on. Um, but no, but seriously, let's jump into a game we like to play on this show, our version of fill in the blank. It's tap in merchant. So I'm going to give a statement that is missing a keyword and our panelists are going to fill in the blanks on their whiteboards with the first thing that comes to mind. So they don't know these statements. Um, this is completely a surprise to them. So let's let's get going. If I can find my statements. Um, so, okay, you guys ready? I don't no, know. never. No, we're not. My spelling is awful. This gives me such anxiety. So, topic one. Sydney LaRue will score blank goals with Angel City this season. This season. This season. Sid will Ooh. score how many goals? No one cheat. Wait, how many games? Okay. Ready? 11 games left. Three, two, one. Eight! Ooh! I didn't cheat. That's like, wait, <laughs> four plus four. Four plus four equals eight. We were just doing math. There There's like, okay, so there's what? Eight There's math? 11 games left. Okay, 11. so. Plus okay. playoffs. Plus playoffs. Yeah. Oh, I, well. I have a lot of faith. Sid, okay. I, Daniel T said 15. I That's averaging. That. Two She's goals ready a game. to unleash the beast. I would. Let me tell you guys. I had a chat with her last week. She is ready to go. Okay. Oh, so wait. She she had insider information. Yeah. What else did she say? <laughs> no, I actually just made that up from yeah. Oh. But this is just what I feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just picked up the phone and called her, no big deal. Believable. <laughs> okay, that's good. I like it. I, mean, I think Ooh. four is solid. I mean, I that's four halfway of the season. Four is, four good, is but... solid. So, you know, that is definitely saying that she's going to do some amazing things, and I'm ready for it. And like I, think... I said, I want more goals, and I think she's going to be a big part of that. I think she's at, like, 0.8 for her, like, expected goals on a game. So four would make sense in my mind. Watch, I don't guys. do math. I'm going to be right. So. <laughs> I'm going to be right. Just watch. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. Okay, topic two. You ready? Yeah. Blank will be Angel City's MVP in the second half of the season. Don't think too hard. Just write something. And don't flip until I tell oh. you. I almost went. I got waiting, so excited. I'm waiting for Amanda to finish, but I'm not looking at her Who's whiteboard. MVP okay, first. three, two, one. LaRue and Doji. Okay. Um, really quick. Or DD. Yeah, really quick. Explain yourself why each one. Well, I mean, she just said she's going to score eight goals for, <laughs> at the, before the end of the season. And I think if that does happen and that does come true, then that okay. would definitely make her a very, very likely candidate for 
you know, an MVP for the rest of this season. I mean, come on, that's right. incredible. Okay, Nina, why June? I think June Endo is going to be our lead playmaker. I think she's gonna lead the league in assists. And I think she's gonna get on the board herself too. I think Endo's gonna be our girl. Okay, and why Vanessa? Yes. Other okay, than guys. like your Canadian defender no, bias. No, 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 why is MVP? <laughs> All bias no, no, right no, there. No, 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 why is MVP always go to like a forward? Why can't it be a defender? I mean, Didi or, or Jills, because look at, look at, they even believe, they even agree with me in the chat because let me tell you, she is the staple in the back line and I think defense <laughs> wins championships and they're going for the championship, so. <laughs> Oh, that's what I feel, MVP. Okay, so then, really <laughs> quick, Lauren brought it up. Who, um, Rapid Fire, who do you think is the MVP of the first half of the season, Amanda? Go. Oh, first oh, half of the season? season. Don't think too hard. Oh, Didi. Didi, yeah, 100%. Didi. 100%. Didi has carried this team. She set the chemistry. I mean, our defense has been a big part of why we are where we are. Yeah, Chris agrees. Let's go. I don't disagree. I just, you know, I, I don't Why, forget, do Nina. I don't forget. Things. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nina, so you gave her I a five. I, think. Had, I didn't give her a five. Gave I gave her, her seven point five. What? I did not give her a five. Goodness. <laughs> she saved her butt so many times. She did, but she had one bad play, and so I just knocked you her down point five. We bad plays in our life. This <laughs> happened before. I'm here to instigate. Roll I'm the here this to, is the instigator chair. Yeah, I am here to actually keep the ship afloat, but I'm also here to instigate. Sometimes. I agree, John. Um, okay. Third topic. Okay. You guys ready? Yes. 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 Angel City will win blank games in the second half of the season. Win how many more games in the second half? So there are 11? 11 more games left. But then there's playoffs after that. Regular, oh, regular, regular season. season. Oh, you did say that. Sorry. I did not, but oh, I'm okay. specifying regular. Oh, um, all right. In the next 11 matches, they're winning how many games? Okay. You ready, Amanda? She's still picking. It's just a okay. number. Three, <laughs> two, one. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> I can't stand you guys. Okay, I don't we think this don't know <laughs> these questions. I promise. I don't think this really needs much explaining. But who do you think um, of that of those six? Who are like two teams that you think are for sure? Um, I think we're gonna come out. I think we're gonna beat. I need to know who we actually play. Honestly, I, I, I'm not really. I mean, do we play everybody one more time? I think. I, I believe uh, so. I mean, I think Orlando. I think uh, NC Courage. Oh, I think. Sad. Don't pick on the lowest Chicago. on the totem I think Chicago. I think Gotham. Sarah's gonna come get you. Chicago's good. I think I are good. I think just over half of the games left that we win, I think, is a solid prediction. Um, you know, it doesn't mean we lose the other five. Those could definitely come out nice. as draws, and and I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Okay, so Orlando and NC, I are your two that you think we're gonna. Here's the thing. I think it's all just gonna be on the uphill. I don't think that we are going to lose any. I think we're gonna get four draws and seven wins. Okay, but pick two teams. Two teams. I mean. Pride and courage. Okay. I feel bad. <laughs> but, not, like, on so the bottom of the table. People say courage not because like they used to be such a powerhouse, but yeah, they're just oh, struggling. Okay. But they, they also don't have, have as many games played. They, they have only played yeah. nine. And I think San Diego's played thirteen. Yeah. So there's still a lot of points out there. So to say yeah. they're at the bottom of the table because they're not good is probably inaccurate. And a lot of them too is they've they've drawn a lot of their matches. But too. also yeah. with that many games in hand and the schedule's not gonna go too much longer. We're going to start to see them get tired. The push from their schedule is going to be hard. I mean, we, I think you guys talked about it last time on the yeah. show. The September schedule for us is insane. Yeah. Can only games. imagine if we oh, also yeah. had to make up, you know, two, three games on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Could okay. You're, you're two. I would say Gotham and Pride. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. will see. 
I, I just also do this for receipts because then later, if you guys are right or wrong, I'm gonna. All right, you're gonna bring Ooh, it back to back. us. Ooh, Come Gotham. bring it back. Okay. <laughs> I mean, All I right. like beating Gotham because it's kind of like, a, hey, we took your coach, we took your keeper, we took your. Yeah, also uh, your the first keeper coach, the... like. All the, yeah. all the drama. I like those. Last topic. Mm. Ready. Okay. Angel City will finish in blank place this regular season. Angel City will finish in. Where are they finishing in the table? And then don't flip your boards yet. Okay. Three, two, one. Wow. Ooh. Okay. We're all kind of on the same page. So then, really quick, out of um, out of this prediction, who's finishing above? Um, I think OL, probably Thank Portland or San Diego Port and OL. I yeah, think. I, I, I think OL is going to make a push. I mean, they've they've added some big names. We know right. that, um, and I think when they're you know all playing an all full strength, I think they're going to be tough. I think Saturday's game is going to be. Fun to watch, to be honest. Um, but I think they're going to do well. Um, San Diego, obviously, at the top. Um, and I think we're going to. I think we're going to do some good stuff. Ooh, Louisville. Like nobody, nobody ever talks about Louisville, but they're good. They yeah, are absolutely. They get, I mean, there are a lot of teams that are good. I mean, there's not a lot that separates us yeah. from bottom to top. To be honest, across the board, it's it's all very, very tight close. up until the end. We've seen this every season where the bottom person two wins away from being right, you know, up there in the top three, mm -hmm. so. And that's why it's called the beautiful game. It is beautiful. And, <laughs> I mean, I will say, I do think that Wave are gonna end up finishing on top. I think they're gonna take it. Not playoffs, like we're gonna win, obviously, but I think <laughs> Wave are gonna end up in that number one spot and that angers me mm -hmm. because I don't want our inaugural season to be about the Wave. Like, I think we need to find a way to knock them down. But if, even if they finish, we're just gonna beat them when we have to beat them. So. True. Which so, yeah. okay, really quick before we move on. She had third, so who is, who's the other team? If you agree with San Diego and OL, who finishes above them? Portland? I think Portland, Portland yeah. and Louisville. So yours are Portland, Louisville, Wave. and Wave? Yeah. And then Angel City in fourth? In no particular order? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, being, I'm being optimistic. Again, receipts for later. I Woo. like it. That was fun. <laughs> no, that was a fun game. And um, now it's time for everyone in the chat to join in on the fun. So if you have any questions, it doesn't have to be football related, please ask. Okay, we have one here from Benja. Uh -huh. Who will be the most valuable addition to the roster at the end of the season? Let's. Valuable addition. Ben. Yeah. Mm, like, coming who do with we the need? fire. Um, we always talk about what we need. Are we going to? I mean, we know uh, Al Moose is coming, but I don't know if we're going to see another signing. Well, I think addition to the roster, I, I feel like, are you, I think that they're talking about who we've added, you know, since so far. So far. And I think, I mean, if things go the way that we're predicting here, I think LaRue is definitely going to come out as one of those yeah. mm -hmm. valuable signings that we've had. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to that being a receipt. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. This whole, this whole uh, episode is just going to be right. well, that episode of receipts. Yes, yes. Uh, Chris agrees with you. He says LaRue too. Yeah. I mean, I think all of our signings lately have been incredible. And, yeah. you know, you've got to give it up to the defense. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> just you know like what? lobbing we, it up there for you. I appreciate you giving the defense some love. Did, you, did any of you get any uh, questions on social media? Did you look? Maintain. No, okay. just more about like when are people going to be healthy, and I think yeah. that's something where we're just still all sitting here going, please get healthy soon. <laughs> so okay, then let's let's look forward to the game on Saturday against OL Rain. Who do you each think will be a key person to watch for um, on the opposition? 
we, we just confirmed Megan Rapinoe's out. Yeah, I mean, yes. oh, yeah. Rose Lavelle, Tobin Heath. Tobin Heath. Yeah. Um, their keeper is not someone to sleep on either. So it is going to be difficult. I think it's Tulis Joyce is their keeper. So oh, that's been having she's an incredible season. Been amazing this yeah. season. And she got called up too because of how she I know. Yeah. It's kind of hard when you've got two great keepers on the field. I wonder how that scoreline is going to play out. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing for us is going to be trying to figure out that missing piece in the defense because Tyler Lucy, who's been playing there, we know is out on a red card. Mm -hmm. So fortunately, we've got Gilles back. And, you know, Lauren, I don't know if you've gotten the call yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. You need a lefty, I'm ready. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, but also, Fishlock has been having an incredible season. Yeah. Well, so oh, my we, gosh. We, yeah. I love, her, like, her tenacity in the midfield. So it's going to be good. I, I can't. I want to see Ricaro. You better slide tackle her, girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so then, really quick score prediction. Score prediction. Ooh. Ooh. I was really wrong last time. So You're really wrong. This. I'm gonna go one nothing. I who? think for us. Okay. I think Angel City pulls out the win. Um, I'm gonna give the goal to Emsley. Okay. I'm going yeah. two one. That's what I'm thinking too. I'm going two one. I think Larue's gonna get one. Mm -hmm. um, I. I'd love to see uh, see Emsley score again as well, just to kind of solidify that uh, forward position that they're in. But two one, I think. I mean, I think Didi's going to hold it down back there. She's oh, yeah. probably yeah. going to. There's going to be a lot coming at the defense, but I think they're going to hold it down and prove why uh, they are pretty much at the top of the table when it comes to uh, goals uh, not mm -hmm. allowed. So, do you think this game sees a red card? <laughs> I, I think good. there's a very good Maybe chance. Maybe Fishlock gets one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, our lovely admin also, is, hopefully we can avoid Heidema. We cannot sleep on Ooh. Jordan either. Yeah, she's been starting to play, yeah. That's why I'm kind of scared. I think we <sighs> are going to see a lot of fouls in this match. I think it's going to be higher than normal. But I think you're also going to see a really high um, amount of passes and pass mm -hmm. completed for this because of the talent on the pitch. But I'm thinking those yellow cards are going to fly. I think G uh, Jill's going to have Heidema. Don't worry. I know she ha she knows how to play against her. She's got her. She's got it. So <laughs> we're gonna do a fun one before we move on. What is everyone's drink of choice when on vacation? Ooh, Ooh. drink of choice. What kind of vacation are we on though? Are we going to the work. Bahamas for our birthday? I like pina coladas. <laughs> so is it pina colada? Eating cotton. <laughs> yeah, I like pina colada. Oh, okay. I wish I was on vacation. I love a good mai tai. Mai tais. Okay. For okay. sure, a vacation drink. If I'm on a beach and we're relaxing, I want a mojito. Oh, mm -hmm. I love a good mojito. Yeah, and a good cup of hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's snowing. Oh, I was like on a beach. With I do Bailey. not want if hot it's cocoa. It's snowing. I want like an Irish coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm very Great basic. I like a Paloma. You can't mess up a Paloma. Ooh. And almost every bar is going to have. I've never had fruit. one. Yeah. You know oh. what it is. Yeah, grapefruit. Oh, I don't know. So Canadian. Oh, Canadian. Do you not like grapefruit? Oh no. That's generally why people don't like them. Grapefruit I don't, yeah. in tummy. Oh, but I still I like, do. A I like them. I love how people say this. It's going to look more like a hockey game than a soccer game. Yes, it definitely Chris. will. It definitely will. <laughs> I like because well, Lavelle doesn't like to get like hit. So we'll talk about that because that's going to be my topic. I'm time. still all for. You know what? Maybe I'm the I'm I'm the only one here. I still think it'd be really fun to do it hockey style and instead of like giving them a yellow or red, just put them in a penalty box and make them sit there. Okay, but then do that I would love to be signed for that game. Well, you that's know fun. Yeah, that that is how indoor soccer. That's works. how indoor soccer is. It is hockey on turf. It's five v five with penalty uh, boxes. It would be so fun. They get it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brian, how much rest do you think ACFC will have? I don't think so. They've all been training. So 
Yeah. Yep. yeah. Power plays and everything. Yeah, sport. no rest. No rest. They're good. They're going to be great. They've still been training. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. They're, yeah, they everybody pray for a competent ref. I agree oh with you. Oh, my gosh. I agree. Yeah, that's our biggest thing that we need. Well, thanks Ugh. for thanks for joining in on the chat, everyone. We always enjoy this time of our show. But unfortunately, we are coming to the end of the show. But also, fortunately, we get to go to stoppage time. Ooh. And I'm so excited that I'm going to go first for stoppage time this week. <laughs> but I'm Woo! going to keep it short and succinct. Sam Kerr is the first woman on the global cover of an EA Sports FIFA game. And I just want to talk about how incredible this is. I, little known fact about me, actually worked in video games. So I know how much work goes into securing a cover athlete. And it, it takes a lot of time to obviously go through their agents and go through all the rights to have an athlete on the cover. So props to EA for doing quite honestly, the bare minimum and having a woman athlete part of that conversation, but having Sam on a global cover. And I will just really quick like explain what that means because Lauren had pointed out that Christine Sinclair was on a cover once, but she was on a, on a local cover in Canada. So Sam is on the global cover. You go to any store, Amazon, doesn't matter. Her and um, Kylian Mbappe are gonna be on the cover. So props EA Sports and just congratulations, Sam. It's really important representation matters and it's great to see the women's game grow. Let's Woo! go. I love it. Sorry. I absolutely love Round that. Round of applause for that. That's, sick. That's <laughs> so sick. Amazing. Something else that's super exciting. We now have the location for the finals this year. That's right. The Oops. weekend of October 29th, we will be taking it to a grass pitch out in Washington, DC, going to Audi Field. The stadium has 18,000 seats, and I guarantee you this one is going to sell out. The Spirit usually play their games there. They had six games this season. They're hoping to play more next season. But I'm just excited, you know, as the sport continues to grow, and we heard all the cries for grass pitch, you know, good playing slot for the TV rights and everything. You know, I think this is a great move by the league and picking an awesome stadium that we can sell out and that we know has quality facilities for everyone. And hopefully being on the East Coast, it's gonna give us a really good time block too. So that way everyone will be able to tune in. Well, I love that. <laughs> all right. Wait, are, we going, are we all going together? It's yeah, Halloween. Oh, it's Halloween. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I think we should all go to this our game. producers. Are you sending this? To yeah. Match? I think they just said it. The in fans our want us. Uh, yes, we have confirmation. We will be attending. Uh, oh. Fans, I know you guys want to hang out with us. Oh, we tacos. Wow. Tacos. I think I think we just got shot yeah, down. We guys. were basically told. Okay. Cute. <laughs> Anyone's listening and they want us out there, we'll be there. Yeah. Help us. Start the GoFundMe now. <laughs> Amanda, all you. All right. Stoppage time. So after 33 years, uh, women have returned to the most watched sport in the world. And I'm talking about the Tour de France. And if you're wondering why am I talking about cycling on a soccer show, well, <laughs> It's because women's sports are trending hard right now and they have brought this back. Uh, and honestly, the Tour de France, women being in it, it's about so much more than just the sport itself. And let me tell you why, because from 1984 to 1989, they did compete in it, but because of lack of financial backing and because of a lack of interest in women's sports, it was canceled, unfortunately. But yesterday, July 24th, it came back largely in part to the fact that companies that invested in sports are seeing fabulous returns when it comes to investing in women. And they have seen that women are basically kind of garnering more attention right now from fans and from markets out there. And they're leading the belief that women are 
probably one of the best investments right now in sports. And another reason I think this is so important is because we need more media coverage for women in sports. I think I read a quote somewhere where they said, if all women see growing up are women in fashion, they're gonna think that that's the only avenue that they have when it comes to what they wanna do in life. So the more times we put women out there front and center in sports, whether it be soccer, whether it be cycling, or any other sport out there, it's gonna give these little girls something to strive for and say, hey, if they can do it, I can do it. And it's sad to me that for the last 33 years, women have grown up not realizing that cycling was an avenue that they might be a part of. But that changed yesterday, and I'm so excited for that. It just shows the growth that women have made when it comes to sports and being in the media and the growth that I think fan bases have made mm -hmm. in accepting mm -hmm. and loving and wanting to see more <coughs> of women out there in the spotlight. So. Amen. Absolutely. So happy about that. And that's kind of like what Julie was talking about earlier at the start of our show in the interview. You know, it is important. We know representation matters. And the more we see women in the spotlight, you know, sky's the limit. Sorry. Watch out, everybody. Yeah. We're coming. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and speaking of that, that leads me right into mine because Canada hey. is coming. Hey. 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 <laughs> Mer said it best to, uh, about the, com the competent ref, and we did not have a competent ref for the CONCACAF <laughs> qualifying <laughs> final. Um, U.S., they booked their spot to the Olympics as well with that, but both U.S. and Canada booked um, Women's World Cup. Woo! Uh, Canada for the eighth time in a row straight Going to the World Cup, okay. we will be there. I don't know, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> we there. But I have to say, I'm a little upset that it was 1-0. Somehow the U.S. <clears throat> won again. I think there was a little money <laughs> under the table there because let me tell you, and I Bitter. looked at, at, no, no, I looked at everything on Twitter and what everybody was saying, everyone says that was not a good foul. That and was you know, not a foul. All the best information comes from Twitter. It does. It does <laughs> because I watched it. She dove. Lavelle dove. Oh. And she's going to be diving oh. this weekend when they play <laughs> Angel City. So refs, if you're listening to this and you're going to be refing this game this weekend, watch oh, out watch for out. the dives. But anyways, I just want to say I am super proud of Canada and how far they've come. Um, was that a clap? I don't, I don't know what that was. Um, Yes. That's the flag. It's the Canada oh flag. Oh my goodness. That's the flag. <laughs> Maple Leaf for life. But um, oh. yeah, I just want to shout out to US as well. There was a little Twitter banter going on between the teams after that. Um, Alex Morgan. <clears throat> but, um, but I do have to give her some credit because she always has Canada's back on anything like the equal pay. So I appreciate that as a player. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun World Cup. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And Absolutely. also, just FYI, if you guys are watching the Euros tomorrow, Wednesday, yes. we got semifinal showdown. It's going to be amazing. Some great soccer. You guys yes. are going to have to check it out. I yes. love it. That's great. And speaking of Alex Morgan, really quick, Jesse in the chat, she was on the cover of FIFA 16, but it was a local cover here in the U.S. So the difference is Sam is on a global cover, meaning it's available everywhere. But yeah. thanks for yes. me. <laughs> All right, time to put a bow on the show. Don't forget, if you love to consume podcasts, this show is also available in that format. Just search 110 Football in the app of your choice. And there's more 110 Football to look forward to this week. Friday, Vince will be joined by Max Bredos and the defenders of the bank, Philly and Scarf, for our tailgate pregame. Go hang out with them before and after the match as the Black and Gold host the Sounders. That will be Gareth Bale's first home game. Tune into 110 Football's YouTube channel if you can't make it in person.
Then on Monday, LAFC 360 and Angels Wear Boots are back at it, breaking down everything that happened this weekend. We can't wait to see our Angels back on the pitch, taking on OL Reign. But that's our show, everyone. Thanks for always hanging out with us here. Yes. Thank you, everybody. We, we love you all. You guys. Oh, yeah. Oh. Lauren, you okay, so our producers want Lauren to wear a U.S. jersey the next time Canada loses. What do you all think? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. next time we play, you guys is going to have a gold medal wrap. Oh. Oh. Hey, that means you got to wear, wow. wear some Canadian oh. red okay. and white, baby. All right, there we go. Okay, bet. 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 Team on three. One, bet. two, three, two. <laughs> Canada. <Ooh. laughs> Follow 110 Football and subscribe to this channel.